This is 105.9 The Region. COVID-19, the facts to help you plan and not panic. 9-12 on this Thursday morning, March 26th. And while kids do homework and do their schooling from home and matriculate at home until further notice, there's some people in the region doing great work in the community to make sure your kids are at the cutting edge of science, technology, engineering, and math. And no better person to speak to than the director of the STEAM Project at Richmond Hill, Jay Wengel. Jay, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Good morning, Jim. Well, this is a real pleasure because I know I, we have our oldest daughter's taking biology and the sciences at, at Guelph University, and she is doing work online right now with her school. Our youngest is in grade 11. And, and the th- kind of things that your staff do can really help keep the kids at cutting edge in something so vital in Canada in 2020, and that's the STEM mm-hmm. STEM matriculation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, our, our focus, that we're three science teachers who – really wanted to give kids and youth hands-on, hands-on opportunities and experiences with equipment and technology and things that they might not get access to until university or college. Um, so that's what our programs have been all about. Now, this situation is kind of obviously unique, and it's a real, uh, it's a real swing for us because we really like to work in a social setting, you know, very hands-on, and our equipment here isn't usually found at home. So... Um, we're, we're trying to figure this out. Um, the, the interesting thing is we're always telling our, our campers and our students that you always plan that things won't go as you wanted them to, and this is one huge example of that. Well, one of the things uh, you have is a thing mm-hmm. called the Hack at Home Design Challenge uh, for mm-hmm. those students on the extended break where they can do stuff at home with material at home. That's right. So we're... We're trying to give, I mean, as much as it's a very big diversion from our in-house and having kids work hands-on with us and our instructors, we're trying to give them uh, opportunities at home and still give them a chance to have some experience with the technology we have here. So um, some of the challenges we have at home allow the kids to do design work and then send that to me here because I'm, I'm in self-isolation at our makerspace in Richmond Hill with all of this equipment just sitting idle. So they're able to design things at home using free software. Um, and then on this side, I'm able to print it out or cut it out. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some fun challenges. For example, the first one is we've asked our... Uh, our campers and our students, and, and it's really open to anyone, even if they haven't worked with us before, but they're working with a free software called Tinkercad, um, and it allows the kids to do 3D design. Um, and we're asking them to build a structure or a capsule that will contain a Cadbury Easter egg, and I'm going to be dropping it from the top of the makerspace, about <laughs> 20 feet, and we're going to see what happens to the egg, and hopefully uh, the egg will survive the, the plunge. Um, but it's just a, you know, it's something a little bit fun, but also involves learning about some technology, and, and 3D design is really accessible to everyone at, at, almost, at really early ages. The software makes it very easy. Um, you know, even, even grade ones and twos are starting to do 3D design. So that's one of our challenges, and then we're going to be releasing a few more because we know that kids are going to be at home for uh, for at least a while, probably until the end of April. 
at least. Well, this is fantastic. And uh, to get more details for your child to sign up to be part of this, to get part of the 3D printed challenge, egg challenge, go to the steamproject.ca. One of the things you're doing with the 3D printer on your Twitter feed, I think is fascinating, is you are printing up and designing medical devices and those much needed plastic shields to protect our frontline healthcare workers. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we, we, we don't have the same resources that big companies have and 3D printing companies have. So what we're doing is we're, we're trying to do a small part. We do have some equipment here that isn't common. So um, we're teaming up with another organization called Digit Makers. So they sell and do 3D printing. So they're going to be printing the, the components. And on our side, we have a laser cutter. So we are cutting out the actual face shield. Um, so basically this, this plastic barrier um, gets fitted onto the 3D printed parts and it becomes a face shield that uh, frontline workers can wear as an extra barrier um, in addition to the, uh, to the face mask. Well, assuming, fingers crossed, everything works out and we are back to normal uh, in time for summer, you guys have some amazing summer camps for kids from JK all the way to grade 9. And this is the kind of summer camps that are just so different because it's just it's so stimulating. You're, you're working mm-hmm. on something, so there's not that I'm really bored. I don't see how any kid could be bored at your summer camps, Jay. Well, that's that's why this is such a challenge for us is, you know, we – People think about our camp as kids in a classroom doing a program, but it's really not that at all. It's, it's kids together. They're doing physical activity. They're doing all kinds of building and construction. And screen time is actually probably less at our camp than it would be at school, to be honest. Um, it's just used briefly when they're doing a design for the 3D printers or the laser cutters. But it's, uh, it's really an engaging place, and it's, it's based on – socialness and togetherness which is why this time is is really so hard for for all of us well i I can only imagine but i think it's great that you're able to still use the technology at your facility have the kids design it and then i'm excited keep us in touch and let us know Mm -hmm. what happens with the egg challenge i'm kind of curious because no matter what happens those cadbury eggs our own amber pay in the afternoon will eat any of them whether they're broken or not yeah uh, as the campers know at camp, I love chocolate, so there's a bit of a personal, a personal edge to this, uh, to this event. And I, and I wanted to say also about summer camps, I mean, we still don't know what's, what's happening. So like many organizations, we're, we're completely changing our cancellation policies so that we can be totally flexible and help families out. So if they do, you know, register, if they have registered or they're going to register, obviously in this time, we're going to be hyper-flexible with what we can do if, if we did, you know, if we were told that it's not safe to run. Um, our programs don't have quite the numbers that some do, and, and we have small group sizes. So we're hoping that with all the extra hygiene measures and, and recommendations we follow that we'll, uh, we'll still be a go for this summer and get the kids out there and outside. Here, here, the steamproject.ca. By all means, please check them out. This is a fascinating uh, a facility right here in the heart of your York region and Richmond Hill doing great work. Jay and his team of science teachers. And uh, good luck with the Easter egg delivery challenge. Uh, Jay, a real pleasure. And uh, keep up the great work stimulating minds in the region. COVID-19, what you need to know.